What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, soul and body coach, Keisha Clark. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, magical, delicious, really potent and beautiful world. Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine. (laughs) I am Keisha Clark, your host, and we are here on our home network of Inspired Choices and streaming to you live on over 50 other platforms. How does it get even awesomer? And if it is your first time joining us, thank you for stopping by. I am delighted and excited that you found us. And uh, we play with a little bit of a different perspective here on all things energy and on this thing we call experiencing human. And so uh, you might just find some different things to play with, some interesting uh, ways to play with it. And uh, <laughs> and if that doesn't blow your hair back, it's really okay. And you can visit a different show either on this platform or there's a whole lot of them out there now because we have like podcast mania going on around the planet for some time. Um, if it is not your first time, if you're actually coming back to play more, oh my gosh, thank you as well. And uh, oh my goodness, Please know that in either case, whether it's your first time landing here or whether you've been playing with us before, you are a contribution to these conversations. And I am so grateful for you bringing your energy, your consciousness, your delightfulness, your wisdom, uh, and your potency to these conversations. It makes a difference, and I am grateful. Um, We are playing with something kind of interesting today in light of where we're all getting to experience life and how we're getting to experience life right now. <laughs> so we're going to jump to that in just a second. If you if you don't know who the heck I am, well, as I said, I'm Keisha Clark, and I am, amongst other things, a soul and body intuitive and facilitator, or you could say coach. And what I love and am so honored and privileged to get to play with is really all things vibrational alchemy, all about How do we bring the energy of our being to and through this vessel of our body? And so the way I like to say it for the show is we tap into having the joy of lining up with our essence and living it every day. So bringing it from the woo into the world, because, you know, it doesn't have to be hard, difficult, or complicated. It doesn't have to be crazy. Um, I think we get bored and we like to make it that way sometimes. (laughs) Because, you know, we love to play with stuff, but it doesn't have to be that way. And what if life could become a whole lot more fun, a whole lot more productive, and just really powerful (laughs) if you were um, lining up with your essence and living it every day and not compartmentalizing yourself or the parts and pieces, you know, we talk about our soul and our body, we talk about the five sensory, we talk about the extra sensory, um, beyond cognitive perception, and uh, beyond linear living, and what if it could all be together? What if it can all come into that um, synchronicity? And so that's where the aligning part comes from, and it is with the ING for 
a reason, well, on purpose, <laughs> I could say, <laughs> and that is it's always in motion. It's something we're consistently having the possibility to play with, and it is something that we can consistently be choosing. So how about that, my friends? Um, and so in the, in the, under sort of that umbrella of compartmentalizing, which is something we really love to do here on this Planet Earth Playground, and it has value in many applications, um, today's topic has been inspired both by uh, just what this show was asking me to speak to, which um, is having to do with, of course, where we are right now in our world, which if you're hearing this, you know, beyond the year 2020, <laughs> Where we are in this moment is um, having and hearing some amazing stories all around this corona-influenced world. In this moment, there is quite a bit of influence happening around the coronavirus or COVID-19. Um, inspirational articles and stories about ways people are coming together to sing, pray, eat, collaborate in whatever way, and essentially to have moments of connection regardless of being in separate places all around the world. So it's kind of amazing. It's kind of crazy. It's really intense. And have you been able to appreciate the irony in that? I know I'm finding myself appreciating the irony in that. Of course, I'm one to say pretty often I love irony. I love paradoxical things. It's fun to take a look at. Um, and that is what I want to do this week, is just explore this thing of being separate and together. So how is it actually not totally new to us? Because I kind of get that it really isn't new to us. And how can we allow it to contribute to our aligning with our divine? Yeah. And that might sound a little crazy, like, how do you mean? Because you might be in the experiencing of the the not-so-fun part of it in this moment. Um, and you might be in one of those peaceful, tranquil, it's 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 all good moments. And I, I mean, we volley back and forth, and then we, of course, everything between, right? So wherever you are in this moment, literally, figuratively, energetically, firstly, I invite you to take a breath. <laughs> And just, just be here now. Just be here, wherever you are. Just be here. And allow you to be more of you than you were 10 seconds ago. Allow you to connect or perhaps might feel like reconnecting um, to the more of you. And just consider, are you feeling the separateness, or are you feeling more of the togetherness in this moment? There's there's not a better answer. <laughs> there's not a wrong answer. <laughs> um, so first, this whole thing about separation, if you've listened to any of my conversations, um, you've heard me talk about, you know, we are not separate. Separation is really a lie. And when we have something like what is going on around our world right now, and we are being asked, and in some cases we are being ordered, to separate ourselves into our homes and stay there as much as possible. Um, it, it, it changes, you know, it's a bit of that uh, five-sensory shock. It's a shock to the, the five-sensory system, or it can be, uh, because we are literally disconnecting 
in a very physical way from probably for most of us feel like is the majority of our daily activity and interaction. And for a lot of people, one of the things I'm hearing and seeing is that they did not realize how much they had come to depend on that. You know, a lot of us had kind of gotten into these default routines in many respects of we get up, we get the kids ready, or we get our, you know, if, if we don't have kids, we're getting ourselves ready or we're getting something ready. We're going out of the home to go to work. We're seeing people when we go get coffee. We're, we're just kind of unconsciously around all of this other stuff going on. But somehow it was a part of us kind of plugging in, even though we may not have been doing it with purpose or, or thoughtfulness or mindfulness or whatever word you want to use there. So when that has to go away, we we notice, um, oh, wait a minute, something's missing. Wow. Now, I'm also going to play with, it's going to, it feels that way. So just keep that in the foreground of, of the mix of this conversation because it feels like we, it could feel like we're missing something or someone. Um, now, granted, and yes, let's, let's, state the obvious as well and acknowledge the obvious. If you are a family, a person, and or a family who is um, working through the process with someone who's actually contracted this virus and is going through the physical experience of it or has gone through the physical experience of it or maybe has not made it through the physical experience of it, yes, I'm still having this conversation and I, I'm not having this conversation to be disrespectful to that, and I fully include all of you in this. So there are varying degrees of the what feels like separation here, and, and certainly if you are working through the physical process of the virus, of the coronavirus, it's even more, I would say, both dynamic and intense um, because you kind of have to fall down I mean, this happens pretty much with any virus that we contract, with our, that our bodies contract, yes? Can we just acknowledge that? And it's kind of a way that our life might utilize making us stop. So this conversation doesn't really want to be about why we might get it. It's more of looking at the fact that for whatever reason and to whatever degree of intensity, we have this what feels like separation going on. And in and in what many cases is actually a physical separation going on. So what do we do with that? Because that is something I think that we think we're separate. We have so many conversations about how different we are. And different is a little bit not the same as separate. But we tend to compartmentalize ourselves into categories of kinds of people or types of personalities or groups of interest, um, whether that's a, a hobbyist type of thing or whether that is a financial bracket separation. We have separation all the time. We, we talk in terms of separation and we relate in terms of separation in many ways. And I mean, I think one of our most obvious all around the world is our different um, preferences in terms of culture or religion could be probably two of the top separations that we tend to focus on. And 
we're going to speak to the togetherness of that as well. But what what is this separation inviting you to? What is the separation inviting us to, other than for the obvious reasons that many people are using it for, which is we're trying to slow the spread, quote-unquote, or we're trying to stop the virus, quote-unquote. Those are conversations for another show, because <laughs> I do have interesting points of view about that uh, as well. And the separation piece, I think this, for one of the things that I am noticing is how we have separated ourselves in so many ways throughout our lives and throughout our history. And now we're in a, a period where we are literally having to separate from each other in many respects. And what I'm finding kind of fascinating is it's bringing up a lot around connection. Now, we do tend to work a lot with polarity on this planet. <laughs> so, so for many of us, we kind of have to go to one extreme to embrace its opposite. And that's a very loose way of saying it. But that is something that I see a lot. It's something I've also done in my life. So isn't it fascinating or do you find it fascinating <laughs> or even interesting that now we're in a place where we are having to separate and what are you noticing? Like we are, we're switching gears. We're shifting the ways we are relating and connecting to find ways of coming together. Because we are creatures that desire that connection. So could we maybe play with the possibility that our separation to begin with, you know, our choice to incarnate on this planet and come play here for however long we're choosing to come play here. We're separating from source in a way. And in the process and the journey of that separating from source, is that not some of how we come to have a greater sense of our connection to source? Is that not part of the main theme of the journey here for many of us, not for all of us. And it's not required. It doesn't have to be what it's about. For a lot of us, <laughs> that is something that's very much in the forefront of our experience here and our quest here. So I kind of, what is that? Let me see if I can find human words. <laughs> um, Really what it feels like is this invitation for us to take full advantage of this. And rather than look at the separating or the separation, start asking what it can show us. What is it showing us? What is the possibility within all of this? There are, unlikely, uh, there are likely to be many possibilities that we could play with here. But I think tend to, we tend to associate separation with a completion or an ending. You know, when we separate as a married couple, we are 
we are ending usually something. Sometimes separation is to to um, actually find a better way to do something if if we're ready to acknowledge what's not working. But most of the time, for many of us, the default connection or association is something's gone wrong and it's ending. Something is not compatible and it's ending. And for many of us, that ending, if we're talking about separation in terms of divorce, those endings were not happy endings. In many cases, those were kind of traumatic. <laughs> so there's this kind of a setting up of the process or the idea or the notion of separation to be something unpleasant, something hard or difficult or very emotional, um, emotionally challenging. And I see that playing out for a number of people. Um, and... For me, part of the invitation that I perceive in this is what if separation is just another tool? What if it's just another way for us to actually receive information and and get to a different perspective? Because I'm one of the people who loves to say, shift your perspective, shatter your limitations. So what if separation is part of how we can get to a different perspective, a new perspective in some cases, one that we wouldn't have considered any other way. In the absence of certain normal sensory perception and interaction and and um, communication, what if there's a new way for us to have that coming together that togetherness, even when and no matter, you know, even regardless of what the physical conditions or situations are. And that's where I'd like to get into togetherness. <laughs> and I kind of love, I think, I think this would be an onomatopoeia word. I think that's what we would call it. Sometimes I, I brain part on like what those are called but like where you have the two words that don't normally seem to go together um but i think onomatopoeia is um the sound i love the sound of it separate togetherness like it it kind of makes my brain go hmm and the first time this came through um when the show was like this is the show that this is what we want to talk about this week um it just it landed in my world like, well, of course. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't have to be this horrible thing. Now, that was, you know, that was me. And I was also kind of like in the flow of the energy of the conversation because I like to have my my conversations with my show as well as the entity that it is. And I, follow, I play very much with what I teach. I follow the energy of what is asking to be spoken to. And so... It was funny for me because when this landed, it was just like, well, of course. Oh, my gosh. So <clears throat> I say that to just offer you that it does not have to be difficult. You know, we go through adjustments all the time. And I would love it if we would be willing to play with this as an adjustment as well. Granted, 
this adjustment is requiring more of our attention <laughs> than what we might have experienced before. This adjustment is actually demanding things of us uh, because some of our what we might call choices have been either limited or in some cases removed for a while or suspended for a while. And that puts an even greater intensity on us. So, so what do we do? How do we move through this? How do we be with this without going crazy? <laughs> Literally or figuratively. Um, it, it, we have different kinds of intensities that we're now experiencing. We have different ways that we're having to relate and communicate. Um, because I, I think it's kind of fascinating how, you know, in the whole uh, notion of marriage and family and all of that, you know, we have all of these romantic kind of um, wonderful story things that we're used to. But most of those included the in the modern day picture anyway, that you got married, but you didn't actually have to live together all the time. <laughs> there was a time in our history that that was more the case. However, in the last several hundred years, that has not been the case, especially and so now that we're having to actually spend the time with our families and be separate from some of our our groups of choice, our families of choice, uh, it is it is a lot of us are finding it to be a bit of a challenge in some ways, and others of us might be not having a challenge with it at all. And for any of us who might be experiencing a challenge, that is part of what today's conversation would like to be. Um, a support for. So on that note, let's take a breath, let's take a break, and just let yourself have whatever's going on for you right now. And if the intensity is really up for you, I invite you to just breathe. Just breathe through this with us. You don't have to be alone, even if you are separated from the world right now, or even if you are feeling separated from the world right now. Um, and you might be feeling separated from your world. And that is something that I deeply desire to, to support and assist and facilitate you on. So come back for the next section here on Aligning Divine on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Keisha Clark, and I am grateful to be playing with you. And we'll do more of that on the other side of this break. We'll be right back. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. 
eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. Welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network and streaming all around the globe on whatever platform you're finding us on, whether that's iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and some 50-odd other more. Um, Thank you for whenever, however, and wherever you're playing with us. And again, it is an honor to have you join us for this hour. I know your time is valuable, and I'm grateful you're spending some of it with us. And we're playing today with separate togetherness. <laughs> I don't know why, but that just, I love that word, those words together for some, like I'm just having fun with this, separate togetherness. What if that was part of what this is inviting us to, just to have fun with how can we play with this? How can we play? And I love what, so much of what we're seeing in terms of, you know, the the people who are just kind of jumping in here and and letting their parameters be blown up, you know, um, and and the singing that we're seeing in um, different places in the world, and the the of course I don't think anybody's missed the fact that there's been an uptick <laughs> of online activity and wow how amazing is it that we're having this adventure in a time when we can have this technology i would not be able to be sharing with you and um oh my goodness if this had happened you know 200 well i mean versions of this have happened but if if this was going on 200 years ago and we didn't have the technology it would be such a different experience so let's just acknowledge like these amazing possibilities that we do have with the technology we've got and how many ways can we apply technology in a really supportive and generative way even more than what we've already played with um to to be a part of our connecting and a part of our growth through this um and beyond um and not necessarily, you know, I, I could not spend all hours of the day online. I, I don't know that that's really a um, productive choice. I don't, for me, I can say my body, I get to a point and my body's like, go outside, <laughs> get off of this thing, right? Um, so where, what would it take to just find our, our groove with this, our, our balance with this in whatever way our body can be? in and amongst this energy of this technology and different forms of technology and and it it bring a, a contribution to our bodies as well like what is a way for us to do this that also supports our bodies and if that means setting a timer <laughs> and taking a break every two hours 
or every hour for 10 minutes, you know, go outside, take a walk, throw the ball for the dog, go love on the cats, go feed the horses, whatever, um, go run around the block with the kids <laughs> or go make them run around the block, you know, it's like, or the yard, either one. Um, what, what could we be playing with in terms of finding the, the balance of, of our um, different ways to play throughout the day? and different things and people to play with. Um, so we do have the obvious technology connection, and that is a big way that we are connecting and coming together. And I am so, so, so grateful. <laughs> so um, yes, definitely let's acknowledge that. And, and there are other pieces um, of togetherness, other aspects of togetherness, and other elements that we can be having the togetherness or more of the togetherness with. So let's look at that for a little bit. Um, you know, ways that we come together in my world, especially uh, because, you know, my work and really my whole life uh, has been <laughs> largely about working in the energetic field and um, in that place, in that Space, for me, there is the constant perceiving of our connection, of our togetherness. When I'm doing um, a session, when it's, you know, for example, like a, what we would call a reading, um, I'm, I'm so aware of the presence of our um, other beings, our 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 guides, our whatever name you want to give them, our you know angels, guides, um, spirits, support group, team, the essentially the the non embodied beings <laughs> that are amongst us and with us. And so for me, I have pretty consistently and constantly, I'm aware and I am perceiving and I am sensing togetherness in that respect, largely. And I know that that's not the norm for everybody. Um, but I will say, that is somehow, that's a way for me that I have been able to have a my version of a peacefulness in all of this um, so far, is I have such, it's just normal for me to they're here always, you know. It, there's not a time really that uh, that those beings are not around, so to speak. <laughs> so, so if you are willing to open to the presence of what I like to call the light beings, the energy beings in your world, in your energy field, in your sphere, um, if you're willing to open yourself to that a little bit more or a lot more, that can be a way of experiencing togetherness in a very different way <clears throat> and yet having that generative connection or even having more of that generative connection. So I'd love to just drop a few possibilities here for you to play with. And the first one would be that that, well, the first one would be actually that that is possible. And that you, you don't necessarily have to do a major ritual to, quote-unquote, connect with them, 
Um, so part of this experiencing of separation in certain respects or in the physical respects could actually allow us to have a greater or develop a greater sensing and perceiving of the energy beings that are with us. And I love, what I love about that is that having more of our togetherness with our our energy beings, with the light beings, that is such an empowering or potentially empowering experience I, I see in the way I see it. Um, I know that when I'm doing sessions and people are able to start making more of that connection and letting go of some of the stories about what is required and how it has to be and look and feel and sound and just get to that space of having some freedom with that, they start to discover how it shows up for them. And that is empowering. There's something quite magical, and I don't I may not have the best human words to describe it, but in the way I experience it, there is something quite magical that occurs in those moments that we're willing to let ourselves have more of our awareness of that connection energetically. And so that's part of why I love getting to play with that um, and supporting people to have their experience of it and start discovering how it works for them because it works for each of us uniquely to who we be and how we are showing up in the world and and how we desire to be playing in the world and creating in the world. So what I like, what I what I can fully appreciate about it as well is in a time like we're finding ourselves right now, when we're allowing ourselves to start perceiving more of the energetic connections, it actually opens us even more to noticing the energy of each other in a different way and being able to have our connections and our coming together in the energetic sense, even with people who are embodied. We still have that energy of us, right? That doesn't stop or reduce or go away just because we are having a body. So part of what is exciting me about this experience with regard to this different ways of connecting is we're kind of getting a little bit of a impromptu uh, practice session (laughs) for perceiving and following the energy of our connections with each other, even though we may not be able to be in the same room or house or building or location. And this was really brought, uh, kind of uh, reverberated in my world. Um, I got to have a conversation with uh, one of my honorary sisters and we hadn't really gotten to have a physical verbal conversation for quite a few years. And then we got to get on the phone just recently, and we were on the phone for almost five hours. <laughs> and what we were both really enjoying and appreciating and acknowledging was that no matter the amount of time that had passed, we were still able to just come together and 
be together and and we picked up right where we left off, basically. And what we were also both acknowledging and expressing was how for each of us, we could perceive the other. And we were willing to trust our knowing that there wasn't something wrong just because we couldn't get into the same space and you know have a five-hour conversation in person with our coffee and be able to hug and laugh and all of that. It, we were able to to stay connected. We were able to have our separate togetherness, and we could tap into that. Even though we were physically separated, we were still together. And there's something really powerful in our acknowledging this. It it really, in many ways, it requires us to get beyond the the physical orientation. And part of what I see us get tangled up in, in our planet Earth playground adventures, is we become so dependent on the physical for our proving and validating and reinforcing. So part of what I really am appreciating about what is going on is we are having to suspend what has been our normal in this three-dimensional reality. And we are, um, we're kind of being challenged in many ways to let go of the kind of um, (laughs) rule-based hard and fast, um, very much material representations of us and really start tapping into heart space, start tapping into the the connection that is beyond what we can do with the sight, sound, um, touching and, and tasting and smelling. Um, that is really exciting for me. It's what I see that as is partly I see this as a response to a major asking that's been going on. So many of us have been asking, "What did I come here to do? What did I? How did I come here to play? I just don't get it. I'm not. I, I feel like I'm missing it, right? And what is one of the first things that happens when you kind of go into that lockdown, when you have so much of your regular daily routine interrupted? You have to start looking where you weren't looking before. Now, let me say it this way. You don't have to. (laughs) Um, And if you're willing to, it can make navigating those periods a whole lot more ease a whole lot more productive, and it can move you through that energy so much faster. So we're kind of going, we're kind of, it feels like there's some deepness here, and I know that, I know you're, I know that you are totally capable of playing with this, so, and and that we are totally capable of playing with this. And I'm willing to let this just 
be what it is, if you're willing to just let this be what it is and flow into whatever aspect of your awareness that is ready to receive it, um, what could you now begin to play with to create a way for you to be with this? What what would allow you to be in the feeling of separation and yet have your knowing that you are with us, we are with each other still? And what are some ways that we can actually play more with having the togetherness and creating the togetherness, more avenues <laughs> for coming together? Um, we're going to play a little bit more with that. We're going to, of course, talk about some more energy stuff because <laughs> you might have already guessed that's some of the ways that we can really uh, be empowered to to come together. Um, so let's take another break. Let's just breathe some more um, and be in this space together <laughs> all around the world. You are listening to Aligning Divine. I'm Keisha Clark. Again, so grateful you're here. And we will be right back on the other side of the break. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark. For fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> and welcome back and forward to our last segment for today's Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network and streaming to you on whatever platform it is working for you. Thank you for doing that. Um, so before we jump back in, I just want to invite you to play with um, reaching out as well for support, for facilitation, for assistance. There's so much being offered uh, around the world right now, and, and it's really amazing. These are also some ways to play with togetherness and connecting, and I have uh, some things going on in, in my neck of the woods and all around the world. Um, so, of course, if a session is something that you require, if a session is something that would be supporting supportive for you to um, to have a bit of a shift, to get to a new perspective in this. And with this, I am happy to offer sessions. And of course, that's what I do all the time. Um, and 
If you would like to play with the Dallas Psychic Fair, it is actually going online coming up for the April Fair, which will be the 5th of April in the U.S. Um, and I believe it's going to be, well, it'll probably be later in the night of April 5th <laughs> for some of the Southern Hemisphere. Um, but we're going to actually take it online. We're very excited um, and a, a huge shout out to Cheryl Andrea, who was my guest just a couple of weeks ago. She is doing an amazing job, and her team is doing an amazing job of getting everything set up to take the fair online. Part of what really excites me about it is we get to share the Dallas Psychic Fair with the whole wide world. How cool is that? <laughs> so for uh, Sunday, April the 5th, there will be an opportunity to come play with the Dallas Psychic Fair online, and you can have your reading online. So the, the fun thing about that is you get to have a reading at the Psychic Fair rate, and so that would be $25 for 15 minutes. And we are working diligently and tenaciously to have a way for us to offer you the readings um, and have a recording of them so that we can send that to you after the fair. So lots of cool stuff in the works there. Um, you can go to DallasPsychicFair.com to find out about that, or you can land on their page on Facebook, which is also Dallas Psychic Fair, and look at the post there. Uh, we will do everything we can do to keep you informed, and I will also have some information on my website as well. So that is a, po a possibility to play with. And, of course, there's a ton of psychics, uh, readers, healers that are in a part of that uh, event that would also be fun to just share with the world. So definitely check that out. And I am putting some something that's it's kind of fantastically terrifying. <laughs> um, I'm putting that together. It's um, I'm actually calling it, well, it's asking to be called uh, Global Soul Song Sessions. And these are going to be, um, I have a few uh, times that we're bringing, that we're coming to, uh, we're putting together, let me just put it that way, uh, where we can actually jump online all around the world and have some global soul song sessions for some awakening, attuning, activating, and um, togetherness, <laughs> the coming together. Um, and that is going to be uh, information I'll be showing, sharing very soon. I'm still getting some of the technical pieces together to make sure that um, it's going to be able to be streamed in a way that it it will it's representing what I really am wanting to share. Um, sometimes the sound capabilities are a little tricky, and since this is going to involve Akash toning, the, the Akash toning that I do, and some of course singing that I do, um, I just want to have a platform that's got a nice clear. Uh, sound for everybody. So as soon as I get that finished, I will have details about that. So watch my website for that. I'll also be sharing some posts on social media. You can find me at KeishaClark.live. Uh, that's my website. You can also find me on Facebook at Keisha Clark Aligning Divine. And um, those links are right here on this podcast page. So uh, all you got to do is scroll down and click or tap, whichever one works, and find out more. So how much fun can we have shifting and changing <laughs> and playing with the mega wattage that we are all around the world? Holy moly. Um, yeah, I think that might have some uh, influence on this experience that we're having. I'm excited to see 
to see that, play with that, and to have some togetherness with all of you in a different way. And how many ways can we have that togetherness is where I want to play for this as we bring the show to a close today is, you know, yes, there are the obvious. We we are tending to jump online, yes. And then I talked a little earlier about connecting with our our energy beings and what other ways i just i invite you to play with how many ways can you be playing with this togetherness and connecting with everything around you it doesn't mean that you have to um connect with a million people <laughs> what if connection is about really tapping into all of the elements and all of the energies that are available for us to connect with and be together with. And in many cases, we don't have to be physically separated from them. You know, you can walk out into your yard or um, if you don't have your own yard, you can walk out into the collective yard, the dog park, you know, um, the golf course down the road or um, step out onto your patio and, and, you can take a breath and just allow your body to start showing you as well what that connection can feel like. Because our bodies bring the information through that sensory perception, right? So what if you played with having connection, having togetherness through nature? What if you played with having togetherness through uh, phone calls, like actually get on the phone, right? You, you know, we we did that for a, a lot of years before <laughs> the modern technology. <laughs> we actually talked on the phone. Like, you know, we didn't just send little text messages because sometimes it's really nice to hear the vocal inflection and we laugh and, you know, it's 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 a very different way to connect. So who could you actually call on the phone today? Um, writing letters. Now, I know we think of that as snail mail. And yet, what if you wrote some letters and you could actually write letters to your light beings? What if that helped you start to feel and perceive and have your sensing of that connecting with them? If you were doing something physical, to represent having or making that connection as a way of working into the being able to perceive them by simply taking a moment to get still and let them show themselves to you. It could start with you writing them a letter. What if you wrote letters to your friends? And then you could call them and read the letter <laughs> or you could make a recording of the letter and you could actually send it to them digitally. But it's a different way of making that connection, right? Um, let me see. There were a couple of other ones that I actually jotted down. And if you think about our senses, our five senses, they're separate, right? We have the seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, smelling. And yet we use those in tandem. We use them together, yes. And... Having a multi-sensory experience can be a way of making connection. Um, so for perhaps, um, and I know this might be a little tricky depending on where you're 
where you're at right now and literally in the geographically in the world. But you can, you know, make a batch of cookies. <laughs> Bring all of that sensory productivity together, make a batch of cookies, and you could maybe share that, you know, in the places where you can still go out and into your neighborhood. You can share that or even with some of your family members who might be in a different location. You can share that. Granted, that's a little more in the physical sense, but it's another way that you can be coming together because while you're preparing that, you are you are already including the energy of them. Okay? So even if you don't take the batch of cookies anywhere, <laughs> even if you just eat them, you and your family eat them because you can't go out of your house right now, you're still actually coming together. What if we could explore even more of that? When we're including the energy of people in our processes, that's a part of that separate togetherness as well. So I think maybe the question could be, how much togetherness are we willing to have? How much togetherness are we willing to receive? And that is really the only thing that sets the bar for what we can experience with ways to come together during these very interesting times. <laughs> and and if we could just allow the parameters to fall away so that our experiencing of each other can be dynamically different and amazingly generative all at the same time. So what new ways can we be coming together in our separateness that really is simply a temporary thing and that will allow us to know actually there is no separation in in the grander scheme, in the energy of us. We are always together. So what can we acknowledge now about our connection, about our togetherness that will actually empower us, that will actually allow us to be empowered, to move forward and be navigating this in a really empowered way. I invite you to play with that this week and really any time. There's no bad time to be empowered, right? There's no wrong time. Empowerment never goes out of style. It never gets old. And so play with this as much and as often as you're willing. And what if you could just let it show up whatever way it's, you're, you're able to let it show up in any moment of any day? And that, my friends, it's just another way we are lining up with our essence and living it every day. And wow, is it changing moment to moment. So take care of you. We'll see you next week. Mwah. Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with your essence.